Good morning, everybody. Uh, pray that you are doing well and glad to share this time of meditation with you. And let us begin with a prayer. And let us pray. God, our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this our worship that we can set aside to acknowledge of your presence, of your greatness, the way that you're leading our lives. So we pray for this time that your word continue to be the source of energy, encouragement, and wisdom for us to live our faith and to continue our journey with you. Bless this time and the word before us. In Jesus' loving name we pray. Amen. Alright, this morning our meditation, i like to entitle our sermon topic is Be an Overcomer. Be an Overcomer based on the text taken from the Gospel of John chapter 16 verses 30 to 33 and which I will uh, reach you later as I continue this time of introduction. And then to remind all of us that we are into this season, we call it the new normal. And we experience a lot of unfamiliar terms, experience and languages. I reckon that one outstanding feature that we have is the way that we go by shaking hands with one another. But now we can't do it. And there's a new greetings that we have. Just say, stay safe and stay, and stay healthy. I mean, uh, these are the new normal that are going on besides wearing a mask, uh, distancing, and then uh, eating only with two persons or the most five and things like that. So I'm seeking the Lord in this preparation of what meditation can I share with you. But first of all, the Lord revealed to me the word comfort, which I have uh, made some meditation on based on Paul's writing to the Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, when Paul has written to the Corinthians to remind them how he, Paul himself, had received the comfort from God and he would like to share and bless the people at Corinth with the comfort of God. So somehow this word comfort does come to me in a very uh, comforting way. In fact, as I look at the scripture itself, Jesus himself in the ministry has in various occasions brought words of comfort and cheer to the people. Uh, let me uh, show you some verses here. First, like, come to me, the Lord say, all you who are heavily laden, I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. And then in John fourteen twenty-seven, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John fourteen twenty seven. And then in Matthew 19, verses 24 to 26, when Jesus was having the ministry with the people, 
he gave an illustration about uh, it is easier for the camera to go through the eye of the needle than the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Then, verse 26 of Matthew 19, Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. You know, that really the work of God, but then people were puzzled, but yet Jesus confirmed, With man this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Then the final verse I'd like to share here is in Matthew 28, verse 20. Jesus said to the disciples, And surely I am always with you to the very end of age. So here for very assurance of uh, the presence of Jesus, that he will be with us to the end of age. Uh, so folks, to me, this uh, words of comfort and peace that Jesus has imparted to the people. Then our meditation in John chapter 16, verses 30 to 33. Uh, let me read to you. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. And then Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for Father is with me. And verse 33, I have said these things to you, that in me, in Jesus, you may have peace in the world you have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. This is the word of the Lord. And I'd like to share with you the other version called the message, which says, Jesus answered them, Do you finally believe? In fact, you are about to make the run to it, favoring your own skins and abandoning me. But I'm not abandoned. The Father is with me. I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. But take heart, I have conquered the world. Thank God that Jesus has conquered the world. Another translation as I read earlier, He has overcome the world. So as you continue to read the Gospel of John, you realize and John has presented to us that someone cares for us. Someone that is God himself. And he wants us to affirm our belief in this loving God that you and I are worshipping today. That you will never be alone. For in this world, you continue to experience difficulties. But take heart. Be of good cheer. I have overcome. I have conquered the world, said Jesus. So this morning, our meditation is be an overcomer. You realize being God himself, Jesus knows how the disciples feel and what was going to happen to them, especially when he is away or taken up back to heaven. 
And the same Jesus today is offering the same care and love and companionship to us. And I believe His Word is real to us today. And I believe the Lord knows how we face our struggle, our difficult moment of life, and even have to face some hard decision of life. And even we have come across questions like, when I feel trapped in my life with all problems and struggles, does God really care? What if life grows dark and stormy? Does God notice? What if I f- I'm facing the fear of death? Will He, will God help me? So the question is very clear and real to us. Does God care? And folks, I believe God cares. He cares for you and you care for me. And the scripture also says He will provide us a way out of our temptation. That many of us are easily succumb to temptation, temptation like the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, the last of power, or craving for power, clinging on to power. Then we have conflict in family, relationship issues, or even some into financial matters. Folks, I believe God knows our situation and He knows how you and I are facing. At the same time, I believe God will give us His grace and wisdom to deal with a situation on a case-by-case situation and help us in setting the matter and free us from such difficult time. I pray that this meditation today with God's word and testimony I'm about to share with you later, will enable you to overcome your struggles, that you will come out strongly and become an overcomer, especially in the situation you face. As Jesus has reminded us, be of good cheer, He has overcome the world as He has faced the difficulties of life. So I got three areas to share with you on the title Become an Overcomer. The first point is you can be an overcomer by the transforming power of God. Second, you can be an overcomer by the healing power of God. And third, you can be an overcomer by enduring power of God. And let me begin with the first point. You can be an overcomer by the transforming power of God. And I'd like to share with you this testimony, a testimony of Johnny Soul, uh, which I got his permission here to share with you. Uh, Johnny is a real person, really. has been a worshipper with us since 2010 in Amokyo. And today you will see he is one of those who will be confirmed a member of our church. Now, according to Johnny's testimony, he was only 15 months old. 15 months old baby, his mother passed away. 
And thankfully, that his auntie brought him out. So when Johnny grew up, he mixed with bad company as a youth. He took drugs and got caught and put in the rehabilitation center. When he discharged, he was introduced to halfway house ministry in the earlier 70s. In those days, in this halfway house ministry, it was set up to help those drug addicts to rehabilitate themselves and with the help of counseling, given the opportunity of work skill that will enable them to be back to society. Johnny was helped by the Hiding Place Ministry, a Christian ministry. From there, he learned about God's love and mercy. Thankfully, that God had helped and delivered him from drugs. He gave his life to God and accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior. Praise God for that. And God himself baptized in the faith. And Johnny was grateful to God that he could find a new life in Christ. And since then, he never returned to the old way and said goodbye to drugs and with all those bad company he used to have. And then since then, he worked very hard to provide for his family and ensure his three kids received the education that one day these kids can establish themselves and have a bright future too. And today he is working as a security staff. Meanwhile, he will attend church whenever possible. You can get to know Johnny here. He's around uh, in the church. Folks, I share this not to highlight about Johnny, but thank God for his life but to give praise and thank to God for what God had do, can do in a person's life, just like Johnny and many of us. And I believe God can do something too in your life. God can turn us around, turn us from inside out. In short, He can transform us. And pray that you can make a serious move today to come and seek God's blessing in your life. For God continues to work in many lives, transforming, molding, and making them to be a man or woman of God, to turn them from ungodliness to godly, with the no fear of God to the fear of God, from the unlovable to lovely people, with kindness and full of compassion. Folks, this is the transforming power that we can get from God. Today we observe Baptism and Membership Sunday. We want to rejoice and thank God for these fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, for they have acknowledged Jesus in their lives and will be baptized in the faith. I know they may not like Johnny, but Johnny has his own journey along. Well, these dear ones do have their own experiences. But I believe the same God who has helped Johnny in the one is the one who has drawn them to God today. 
Now, according to scripture, baptism is a way or a command that Jesus has given to the church that we are to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, meaning to ingrate them into the call of discipleship and to become members of the household of God. And this is how we have a Baptism Membership Sunday. Now, baptism through water symbolizes that our lives have been cleansed by the blood of the Lord and rose again as a new person in Christ. Possible to put our sins behind us as a word from Scripture, sin no more. And we thank God for that. Then in Paul's writing to 2 Corinthians 5, 17, If anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation or a new person. The old passed away and the new has come. Meaning the new has taken place in your life. We thank God for that. You see, in Christ, we can overcome our past as well as our sinful nature. We do not need to subject ourselves to wickedness, evil thoughts, or last two, etc. We say no more to the worldly thought or the influence, perhaps those bad influences, but into godly living for God. So therefore, beloved, let us live as the new person in Christ and give God the glory. Amen. Secondly, let me move to this point about you can be an overcomer by the healing power of God. I'm delighted to read to you this second testimony, a testimony on God's healing. Praise God, healing can take place. This is found in one of Max Lucado's book that I used to read and enjoy his writing about the testimony of Barbara Snyder. She was a gymnast, means she is trained in a gymnastic. Barbara was a very active lady, but due to her multiple cirrhosis, the disease that affects the brain, the spinal cord, or the, even the optic nerves, that changed her entire life. For the past 16 years, according to her testimony, she experienced crisis after another. She even lost control of her bowels and bladder. She was nearly blind. Then there was a breathing tube was inserted into her and she got to confine herself to a bed home and doctor even gave her six months to live. In fact, one of the surgeons in the hospital who has performed 25,000 surgeries in his career said this about her. Her case of one of the most helpless or hopeless ill patient I ever saw. After the experience of this doctor, he could not help much for her. 
Then folks, you know what happened? The Lord Jesus came to her rescue. A friend of hers called up Moody Bible Christian radio station and requested prayers for her healing. And it is said and reported that some 450 listeners wrote to the church to say they will be praying for her. Then Barbara, auntie, took some of those letters, went to read to Barbara, and it was say it was on the Pentecost Sunday in the year 1981. Of course, say almost 40 years ago. But folks, miracle is a miracle. While Barbara was listening to those prayer letters read by the auntie, she heard a voice behind her saying, My child, get up and walk. But strangely, there was no man in the room. Then one of her friends, noted Barbara, wanted to say something. So the friend plucked the hole in the neck so that Barbara could speak. And she told them, God just told me to get up and walk. Please call my family. And I want to let them know now. And according to the testimony, uh, the report, a story shared by Max Gado, the story was, the rest of the story was ended by this doctor called Thomas Marshall at the hospital, who say she literally jumped up of a bed, removed her oxygen tube, she could stand up, even though she was not walking the past years, her vision was back, she could even move her feet and hands. And it is said the very night she attended a worship service at Wilton Wesley Church, and then when walked down the center of the aisles, people began to applaud, and together they joined in with the choir and sang. Amazing grace. Hallelujah. So folks, Christ did the work, wrote Max Gado. Christ performed the miracle and a lot in the in the wind. Barbara had to believe. So do you or do I? Yes, folks. I do believe there is a healing power coming from God. And so I'm kind of moved to pray at this moment and ask you to join me for a short moment. I want to pray for those who are sick and I want to lift them up before God in prayer. Okay, let us pray. Lord, we want to thank you for such wonderful and beautiful testimony of healing. Although it may happen many years, but we believe your work never stops. Your presence continues to be with us. So we pray for those who are unwell and sick and need the healing of God today. We lift them up before you for your grace and mercy to reach out to them that they will minister with this healing that you can offer to many of us. So we pray, Lord, a sin miracle can happen 
that miracle can happen today too. So we lift those up before you and ask for your grace and mercy that they will enjoy this healing, know your presence, and know your peace and comfort be given to them all together. In Jesus' name, our Lord, we pray. Amen. In fact, to affirm this healing ministry, you can see even Jesus himself has healed and touched many lives. Just the gospel alone in John here, you can see in John chapter 9, the few chapters before 16, Jesus healed a blind man. And this blind man was blind since birth. And a wonderful testimony from this blind man was, I know once I was blind, but now I could see. And then in John 5, you can see the man had been sick for 38 years. And he was at a pool called Bethesda, waiting for the water to be set up by the angel, so to say, that someone can help him to the water, that he also will receive healing. But then no, no one went to help him. But Jesus saw him and asked him, Do you want to be healed? And say, You just get up and walk. And the scripture say, The man stood up and he walked. Praise God for that. So you, you can see from the scripture, these two persons, both the blind man and the man at the pool, and even many more in the scripture found the healing from Jesus, including Brother Snyder, as she was healed and walked again. And folks, we can affirm they all have become overcomers. Jesus, give us new life. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That's what word. That's the word that Jesus said to us, that you can be an overcomer because Jesus has overcome the world. And thirdly, we'll talk about this enduring power that God gives to us. First of all, we talk about the transforming power, the healing power, and now you see the enduring power. And let me check share with you this challenge I learned from the Word of God uh, taken in 2 Corinthians Paul has written 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7 to 10 Paul writes But we have this treasure in the jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us We are hard-pressed on every side not crushed Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We are always carried in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. You see how Paul uh, endure his life and ministry. And I want to share with you this achievement of this lady athlete had done. Uh, her name is Sifan Hassan. She is from Netherlands, a long distance runner. 
She participated recently in the Tokyo Olympic 2020. And she won three, three medals, medals in different races. One in the 500 meter race, she won her first goal. And the second goal is a bronze in 1,005 meter. And finally, another gold on the 10,000 meter race. But what really caught my eyes was during her heat event in this 1,005 event, it was at the last lap. The TV show that she had a trip and had a fall and almost to the ground. But then she managed to pick herself up and continue her run. What really surprised many of us was she even rang so well that she came from the back to the front and became the winner of this hitch event, the 1,005 meter. And you know, and I know in such a competitively uh, event, if anything happened to you while in the race, that could be the end of you or sound disastrous that you might as well uh, abandon your race. But not to this lady. She picked herself up and ran so fast they could even catch up the lost time. Eventually, she even came in first in the finishing line. That was marvelous, folks. That was marvelous. And she endured so well that she picked herself up to continue the race and even become the winner at the finishing line. But she gave to me this picture of Paul, how in spite of all Paul's sufferings and hardship, Paul's overcome what he has gone through. A described here in Second Corinthians that Paul may face hard press at every side, persecuted, strike down, but not destroy, eventually turn out to be the victor and so firm in his faith, simply because he had Jesus with him, leading, protecting, and guiding him, and even from time to time lifting him up in his work and ministry. And Paul truly endured well, especially with the power of Christ upon him to enable him to complete his missions and win the prize. He stands as an overcomer too. So in short, you never know it until you taste it, experience it, and share it that you can become an overcomer. So in conclusion, beloved, today we have the Lord with us and He has shown us He has overcome the world. And we believe we also can be an overcomer too as we are followers of Jesus. Amen. And let us pray. God, our Father, we want to thank you for this meditation that given to us through your word to look at Jesus 
reminding us we are good cheer for he has overcome the world. And so truly with the leading of Jesus in our lives, we can become an overcomer too. So we pray for these dear ones who are listening and ministered to at this moment of worship. They be encouraged to know that there is the transforming power, the healing power, and the enduring power is always with us to complete the race that we have, the faith journey that you've given to us. So bless your word to us, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.